the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. British lawmakers voted to postpone a decision on whether to back a Brexit deal with the European Union. Prime Minister Boris Johnson says he does not believe the European Union will want to delay Britain's exit. I don't think that they will be attracted by delay. And I hope that then, honourable members, faced with a choice of our new deal, our new deal for the UK and the European Union will change their minds. At a special session of Parliament intended to ratify the deal, lawmakers voted 322 to 306 to withhold their approval until legislation to implement the agreement has been passed. A second suspected tornado spawned by Tropical Storm Nestor has damaged homes in southwest Florida. The Cape Corral uh, Police Department said in a statement that about a dozen homes were damaged this morning. This is SRN News. Some things pair together perfectly. Hot cider on a cool fall day. Liberty and the First Amendment. Chocolate and peanut butter. This Tuesday, experience another fantastic combination. Dennis Prager and Larry Elder. The War for America's Soul Tour is nearly sold out. Only a handful of general admission tickets remain. Visit am1280thepatriot.com and reserve your seats today. This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. AM1280 The Patriot Intelligent Radio. It's just past 1 o'clock, which means one thing. It's time to make talk radio great again. It's your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner, Mitch Berg, coming up next. But first, let's take a look at your weather on this Saturday afternoon. It's your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. Sunny, it's going to get even more sunny as the day progresses with a high of 64 tonight. Clear, low 41. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that's making talk radio great again. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Hi, my name is Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. Uh, blog I've been doing for going on 18 years as of this coming February. The show, of course, turning the corner towards 16 years of continuous dominance of Twin Cities weekend radio, which really, let's be honest, means dominance of the Twin Cities news media. I mean, if it's here... It's fact. And the rest of the crowd's scrambling to keep up. Honest. I said so myself. So, uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also join me on hashtag Narn Show. That's N-A-R-N Show on Twitter. It's, uh, if, uh, anyway, just get yourself in line. Get on the broadcast here today. It's going to be a fun one today. One of those days where, as always, I need four hours worth of airtime to get it all on the air. I don't have it. I've got two. I should really get on it here. Uh, I am, of course, the headliner edition, Brad Carlson, the closer, coming up from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot, tomorrow. And our good friend King Banyan every Saturday morning, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Uh, talking, holding down the fort, uh, holding the economics watch down here for the Northern Alliance going on 16 years as the people you can turn to for the, the truth. Let's see, what is it? Phone number 651-289-4488. Yep, got it. Oh, yeah, we got uh, we, we got the uh, Larry Elder and Dennis Prager coming to town on Tuesday. And this is big. This is the War for America Soul Tour. Uh, this has been an amazing story from the very beginning. Dennis Prager, Larry Elder coming to town Tuesday night uh, up at the uh, Crown Plaza Air in Bloomington, right by the Mall of America. And 
This has been amazing. Now, we usually have a couple months notice for these shows. This one here, I think we had like a little less than four weeks to put this thing uh, on the air and get things sold. And all of the preferred tickets are gone. Now, the Narn table sold out about 10 seconds after the Dennis Prager table did, as usual. Larry Elder put up a game effort, came in just a little behind Brad King and I. So, uh, But he's, he, he got out to the board right quick. Uh, all the preferred tickets, the last of the preferred VIP tickets sold out this past week. So if you waited, I warned you last Saturday, if you waited, you might be out of luck. And you are. And if you wait till Tuesday to buy your tickets for general admission, which is all we have left, you might be out of luck there, too. I mean, they are moving fast. So go to am1280thepatriot.com, and I will look forward to seeing you somewhere in the house at the War for America Soul Tour on Tuesday. Not at my table with Brad and King. Sorry, you snoozed, you lost, unless you're one of the lucky folks who will be joining us, in which case I say, I am looking forward to hanging out with you guys on Tuesday night. This is always one of the highlights of the year, meeting the people who actually come out and buy tickets at the Narn table. It must be a, a cut above the norm here. In, uh, and, and if your name is Norm, nothing personal. Anyway... Uh, stuff to talk about this week here. This is, uh, this is, uh, uh, last week we talked about the fallout from uh, Donald Trump's rally in Minneapolis. And uh, of course, this, this rally was built for national headlines on both sides. I'm obviously Donald Trump holding a, uh, a rally calling his faithful to deep in the heart of quote enemy end quote territory. I, I don't like to consider progressives the enemy, but as Dennis Prager says, we're in a civil war. It's a cold civil war, and, and here's hoping it stays that way. But if I don't think they're my enemy, well, a lot of them think I'm theirs. So when in Rome, uh, do what the Romans do. And when in Minneapolis, you do what the Minneapolitans do. We'll, we'll come back to that in a moment. Anyway, there is a reason that Donald Trump held a rally in Minneapolis, because Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota rather, not Minneapolis, Minnesota, the state, is theoretically flippable, theoretically. Could it happen? Well, I th as I talked about last week, I think it's a long shot. But on the other hand, I was completely wrong about Trump getting elected in the first place. Up until election night, up until the moment it became inevitable, I thought it was impossible. So while I'm pretty good at predictions in general, this one completely baffled me. And uh, this next one, I'm going to freely admit up front, may well do the same. Nonetheless, there's a reason Trump came to Minneapolis. Even if he's not polling in such a way where he could win Minnesota, it gives the impression that he seized the initiative. He 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 came to Minneapolis for the same reason that Dwight Eisenhower and uh, Dwight Eisenhower and Bernard Montgomery went to Normandy to to seize the initiative in the battle that was going on in the campaign that was happening. And I think, by the way, you can expect to see. Uh, Donald Trump appearing again in Minneapolis during this campaign season because this rally paid off for him in such a big way. And it's a gift that keeps on giving to him. Now, it gave to the Democrats, to the, the progressive base as well. We'll come back to that. But I think you can expect to see Donald Trump not only uh, coming back to Minneapolis over the next year, uh, at least once. I think it's safe to say you're going to see the president appearing in blue cities, in pink to purple states like, I'm sorry, what, what the mixtures of red and blue. There's purple. You go a little more red. You're, you're talking kind of a lavender, I think, maybe a magenta. Anyway, magenta to, to lavender states like Michigan uh, or perhaps, well, Ohio is pretty safe red territory this time around. Pennsylvania, I think you can see, uh, I think you can be looking forward to Donald Trump appearances in Albuquerque and Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Detroit's a, a no-brainer. I think you'll see him going, eh, New Orleans is pretty, uh, Louisiana's pretty safe Republican territory. Any place where there's a blue uh, city inside a contested but potentially leaning red state, I think you're going to see Donald Trump going there because you're going to have him preaching to uh, to people who aren't necessarily converted, but you're also going to have his greatest asset out in immense strength. And the greatest asset to Donald Trump, the thing that I, th I think did more to earn his election than any of his supporters did, is his opponents. Now, I've said this before. I've said that before. I say a lot of things before that I wind up bringing back up to the president. Well, that's fine. Work with me here. 
I have said it before that I don't think Donald Trump almost won Minnesota. I think that Hillary Clinton almost lost Minnesota in 2016. And there are people who say, well, there's no way that the Democrats are going to lose Minnesota again. But then I see the way the Democrats perform, not only on the national stage, at the debates this past week, of which more shortly, and not just on the very, very local stage, out on the streets of Minneapolis uh, a week ago last, uh, a week ago last what, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever the rally was, when the local progressive movement beclowned itself uh, by, uh, you, you saw the viral videos, I mean, packs of five or six of them chasing uh, lone Trump supporters down the street, or there was one video uh, th- that came out last week of, uh, of, of a guy and his girlfriend walking through the crowd, and the girl gets sucker punched from behind by a couple of, of local progressive elites. And, and I thought this is fairly typical. I mean, if you look at the, the 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 activities of the violent left, the quote anti end quote fa, and some of the wannabe anti fas in the the Twin Cities, you find a pattern. As I pointed out last week, this pattern is sucker punching, throwing things at people by surprise, or ganging up uh, five or six of these beta males in in black masks on usually a woman, usually a woman who, if they weren't five or six to one, would probably be able to take out two or three of them. I'm, I'm talking about Priya Samsundar uh, here, who was uh, stalked by five or six guys back to her car. And I think it had to be five or six guys, because if you've met Priya, uh, I, I wouldn't tackle her one-on-one or even two-on-one. I think she'd probably go through them like a cat through a can of, uh, of, of Friskies uh, in terms of, of opening cans of whoop cat if you catch my drift what the heck am i talking about oh yeah yeah so so the tactics of of the quote anti-fa and big left in going after uh, people who who depart from their norm these people of course were a gift to donald trump because among the trump base who felt left behind and and mocked and taunted and, and declared deplorable by the smartest woman in history four years ago hillary clinton uh, not her daughter necessarily, although that, that her day will come. Just you watch. But uh, this is more of the same. This is more of the same stuff that turned an awful lot of work at Daddy Hugamami, working class, lower middle class people of all races, uh, turned them away from the, the mainstream media and, and had them think, well, maybe there's something going on here that I need to pay attention to or at least vote for. And if you want to say it's the same basic dynamic that gave us Governor Jesse Ventura, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Let's just take uh, something. Let's take the whole idea of trying something different and launch it to the most ludicrous possible extreme. I do believe people vote that way, and I believe it because we've been through it twice. President Trump, Governor Ventura. Do I need to say more? I think not. Somewhere in between the wannabe thugs usually with social uh, social justice degrees of one kind or another. And the Democratic field for president, though, you have a layer of Democrat uh, politician here in the Twin Cities that has this habit of wrapping up big Christmas presents for the Trump campaign in September and October and delivering them uh, with a big smiley written on the top. And among those is uh, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob, don't call me Justin Trudeau, Fry. Uh, although the resemblance is just amazing. Anyway, Jacob Fry, who before the campaign, uh, before the rally, I should say, engaged in some of the most Chicago-like behavior I've heard from a Minneapolis mayor since, well, ever, <laughs> ever. And the... I mean, we're talking the kind of stuff that you get from the mayors of Chicago. I mean, for example, uh, trying to bill the Trump campaign $530,000 in security costs, uh, which is something that, that cost Barack Obama's campaign $20,000, which, by the way, if you remember back to 2008 with the Republican National Convention, this is, again, where Minneapolis becomes Chicago on the Mississippi. I mean, they raised the price of a tent rental during the week of the Republican National Convention. From $500 a day to $10,000 a day. 
Huh. Anyway, Jacob Fry delivered a, a wonderful chanting point to the president and his supporters before the campaign, and he delivered another one this past week. Jacob Fry, the uh, by the way, I'm going to uh, pl- uh, 24-7 sports here, uh, of all places, which covered the story as well as anyone. Jacob Fry, the, uh, I'm quoting here, uh, Jacob Fry, the Democrat mayor of Minneapolis, may want to rethink his recent reaction to the backlash he saw after a dust-up with President Donald Trump. Talking to social media, the, quote, lightweight mayor, end quote, essentially said Trump supporters <clears throat> made him feel like a woman. And I quote the mayor, uh, Mayor McDreamy, weird week. My DMs are tra- my my personal messages on Twitter are trash, which gave me a small glimpse of what I assume it must like to be for any any woman on the internet. Fry tweeted on Friday. Well, perhaps, and in so doing, I, I point out that uh, some of my conservative female blogger friends have have described the kind of abuse that uh, would curl your nose hair. Uh, in, coming from the other side. So he may have a point, or perhaps not the point he thinks. And yet, I'm going to talk how this is plays so brilliantly into the president's hands that I have to think, almost think that Jacob Fry is a plant for the Trump campaign. 651-289-4488, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. No Everybody wants cheap airfare, but where do you find it? You call low-cost airlines. Their prices are direct from the airlines, and they're so low you can't find these fares published anywhere. They specialize in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rental rates, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, they can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. If you want the lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call now. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the cheapest airfare and hotel rates available. So don't wait. Call right now for the lowest travel prices anywhere and for great last-minute travel deals, too. Call right now. 800 708 I was looking at one of those closets from California, and then I remembered I live in Minnesota. I have parkas and snow boots. Heck, I have hockey gear. I need storage solutions that fit my stuff, not some beach babe stuff. Closet Storage Concepts of Minneapolis designed the perfect closet for me with custom touches like soft closed drawers that other places charge extra for. That's just Minnesota nice. They also gave me the plans and quoted me one all-inclusive price. No surprises. I'm Norwegian. We hate surprises. Visit closetandstorageconcepts.com. 
timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith. Visit BibleStudyTools.com. That's BibleStudyTools.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Hey, don't forget, America's team, the North Dakota State University Bison are back, and they mean her. They are going to stomp and gore the competition. Check all the action on the Bison football season on our sister station, Business 1440. Last year, the Herd went undefeated and picked up a record seventh FCS championship over eight seasons. It's going to be eight out of nine coming up here. I can just feel it. See the full schedule and stream the games live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. America's team, the North Dakota State University Bison, back, and they mean business. So, okay, the odds are pretty good. Not impossible at all. In fact, their their opponents are... uh, Holding out for a miracle here. I don't care. When you're a North Dakotan, everything is an underdog story. 651-289-4488. Uh, Jerry, this, won't you please? Uh, that's the number to call us. You can also reach us on Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's Northern Alliance Radio Network Show. Uh, 651-289-4488. Yes, I know I just said that. It's okay. Anyway, we're talking about Jacob Fry and the gift he gave to the president, not only with his petulant Chicagoish, sort of borderline passive-aggressive, uh, corrupt uh, Chicagoish sort of response to the rally coming to the Twin Cities at all. I mean, say love Trump's hate on the one hand, and then basically opening the door to every violent wannabe thug to uh, who has a taste for ganging up on women five and six to one at a time to come out and and flail their. Uh, ineffectualness as human beings in front of cameras uh, for the whole world to see. But afterwards, talking to social media, uh, the lightweight mayor, uh, that's unfair, I I prefer to call him Mayor McDreamy, uh, essentially said Trump supporters made him feel, well, I'll I'll use his own words from, from Twitter this past week, quote, weird week. My direct messages are trash, which gives me a small glimpse into what I assume it must be like for any woman on the internet said Fry. Now, this is what we, especially I myself, as the best feminist in the Twin Cities, refers to as progsplaining. When a progressive feels the need to explain things that he feels that that, that uh, other people can't possibly get, and so feels the need to condescend uh, to, to, to the audience at that sort of level. For starters, yes, of course, women on the internet... I'm here to tell you, uh, of all political stripes, uh, face some real, real bizarre people out there. Now, I, I will say, as a conservative blogger and talk show host, I've had more than my share of, what's a good polite term, depraved psychos uh, drop into my social media feeds over the years. And I have read the Twitter feeds and comment sections and emails from some of my friends who are females and conservative bloggers, political figures, uh, social media figures, media types, and they make me think, wow, my people are almost like family at Thanksgiving <laughs> compared to, to what they get. So, yes, there is there is a certain amount of that. On the other hand, Mayor McDreamy uh, is getting the flack largely because, well, he abused his office for political points to try and serve his base, to try and inflame his base, to bring them out, and to make the 5th Congressional District even more bulletproof and hypothetically raise awareness uh, and, and, and get the blood of, of Democrat voters outside the moldy blue core of the Twin Cities metro area to make sure they pay attention and come out and vote next year and come out to caucuses and do all the political voodoo that they do. Now, so in in that sense, it served the DFL's purpose. It served the the, the purpose of any Democrat candidate who who wins the nomination and comes to the Twin Cities 
and, and the metro area sometime next year after the con- after convention season. There, there is that. But he also served President Trump uh, pretty capably. In fact, gave him a, uh, I like to call it Christmas in October uh, sort of present here. I'll explain why. Because, well, there's a reason that the Democrats are pushing impeachment right now. And Jacob Fry and the violent thugs for whom he was the figurehead two weeks ago are sort of directly related to this. And and that is, th- th- this impeachment is happening for a reason, not necessarily because Trump did something necessarily impeachable. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I mean, what is what he, as, as, as uh, Andrew McCarthy, no, excuse me, David French said in National Review, I'm sorry, take that back, as Jonah Goldberg said in National Review three weeks ago, is what the president is alleged to have done impeachable? Maybe. I mean, remember, impeachment is a political act, not a criminal charge. It's anything that that Congress, really the House of Representatives, feels that a president does that is unbecoming the chief executive of the United States. And so if a president racks up too many parking tickets and a majority in the House of Representatives say this this is conduct unbecoming, they can file articles of impeachment. Then there's a little matter of going to the Senate and and trying to actually turn that into a removal, which is not going to happen with a Republican Senate. Just is not going to happen. In fact, they're they're, they're not even going to get all the Democrats on board with that. You've got your Joel Mansions and uh, a, a number of other red state Democrats who are going to look very much askance at any movement to remove the president. Which is why, by the way, this impeachment inquiry is not actually moving toward impeachment. It's just out there to drag the headlines. In, in the right in the direction the Democratic Party wants. To which you may respond, drag it away from what? Because they're dragging for all they're worth. Uh, first, let's take a listen to this past uh, debate's performance with uh, Senator Bernie. Perhaps you've heard him, Sanders. Sometimes there are issues that are bigger than politics. Or and Elizabeth I think that's Warren. the case with this impeachment inquiry. Uh, in my judgment, Trump is the most corrupt president in the history of this country. Or Bernie Sanders. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, I, I jumped the, the rails myself there. Yes, uh, the, the, the Democrats are lined up almost as one behind the notion of impeaching Donald Trump. And by the way, using this in the literal sense of the term, impeaching, impugning, defaming, uh, calling into question the character of the chief executive. As a non-Trump fan, I think yeah, it's not that hard to do. Does it need to lead to to complete gridlock in Washington for the next year? Well, it it does, and we're about to hear why. That was Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren talking about the need to impeach the president, at least the, the need that they are putting out there as, let's just say, the title of the chapter. But here we're going to listen to Focahontas, uh, also known by her other Cherokee name, Shops at Whole Foods, Elizabeth Warren, providing between the lines the reason the Democrats need to attempt to impeach the president. Will you raise taxes on the middle class? I have made clear what my principles are here, and that is costs will go up for the wealthy and for big corporations and for hardworking middle class families costs will go down a yes or no question that didn't get a yes or no answer and so what you have here is a situation that uh, where the democratic party is 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 looking at a field of i think we're down to what 10 12 candidates i mean i mean in a, a, a race where the likes of tulsi gabbard and amy klobuchar are looking like the statesman like voices of moderation and joe biden as as malapropone prone to say the least as he is, is looking like an elder statesman. And it's one of those cases where the president puts it perhaps counterintuitively as well as anyone. Let's keep the focus here. The president of the United States says he wants to talk about corruption. Well, let's talk about corruption. He is running the most corrupt government in history of the United States of America. Look, uh, My son did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. Rudy Giuliani, the president and his thugs have already proven that they, in fact, are flat lying. Which, of course, Joe Biden, of course, backing and filling and and leads us to 
Donald Trump's statement, which really sums it up, why we're seeing this impeachment. Uh, Democrats are now the party of crazy politicians. Exactly. Right there. See, the Democrats are far to the left. They have gone far more extreme than the Republicans have gone to the right. And they know this. They're not stupid. They're not crazy. Well, uh, other than perhaps uh, (laughs) Bernie Sanders, they're not crazy. They can see that what they are taking to the American people may play with their the, the, the far-out wing of the base. But when you take this out to Main Street USA, there's all sorts of problems with them. And they are going to have a real hard time selling this uh, out on Main Street. And what's the best way to get around this? Deflect, deflect, deflect. More on this when we come back. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a back room of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. Audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hey, have you heard about the Arctic Spa's Spa Boy? No, tell me about it, eh? It's a salt system that monitors itself and chlorinates when the sanitation is low in your hot tub or swim spa. Oh, yeah. Well, I talked a lot with the other guys. They've got salt systems, too, eh? Yeah, but no other spa company can offer anything like Spa Boy. By monitoring itself, the chlorine can be lower all the time, so our Minnesota skin doesn't have to be all dried out by the chlorine. Oh, yeah. Well, the missus was sure like that, eh? Yeah, it's insulated better than any other hot tub in the industry, too. It keeps your critters out. It's got a five-day freeze guarantee. It's the number one replacement spa in the industry. Oh, that's a pretty big statement. So that must mean that people who buy another tub usually end up buying an Arctic, eh? It's a pretty great hot tub. Plus, with the Spa Boy salt system, you save lots of money on skin lotion, too, Oh, eh? you're always thinking, dude. Visit Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen today and see what makes the Arctic so great for Minnesota climates. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. PremierPools.com Terrorism, economic uncertainty, nuclear instability. The United States faces many global dangers nearly every day. While it may seem like our biggest threats are beyond our borders, we face even greater risks against the U.S. Constitution and the rule of law here at home. Radical socialism, illegal immigration, social infighting. These dangers plague the bedrock of this great nation. We are facing a war for America's soul. And now is the time to rise up to protect our conservative ideals. Join AM 1280 The Patriot on Tuesday, October 22nd at the Crown Plaza Air in Bloomington for the War for America's Soul Tour. With Dennis Prager and Larry Elder teaming up, you will be equipped with intelligent answers to assaults from the far left. The War for America's Soul Tour is nearly sold out. Only a handful of general admission tickets remain. So visit am1280thepatriot.com today. This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Over 500 people were nominated. We've narrowed our search down to six finalists, and we need your vote. So we need to name the Culture Warrior of the Year. We've got six nominees. Charlie Kirk of Turning Point, Candace Owens from PragerU, Alan Sears, leader of the Alliance Defending Freedom, actor Gary Sinise, who has violated so much PC, he's on the ACLU's 10-mode wanted list, Abby Johnson, uh, who's from the movie Unplanned, and Franklin Graham, son of that other famous Graham, leader of Samaritan's Purse. Visit am12athepatriot.com to vote for the best and brightest culture warriors of the year. Voting ends Halloween. And by the way, all of you who nominated me, I appreciate it. I'm not eligible, neither Brad nor I, 
because uh, we're station employees. But I appreciate the thought, folks. And I will do my best to continue earning those nominees, making the liberals and the progressives in the 20s want to. Run to the yeah. Smack is made to be dished. Mitch, you sound like you used to work in Top 40 Radio. Why, yes. Yes, I did, Padwan. 651-289-4488, the number to call. So much going on this week, of course, as I was looking forward to seeing a bunch of my best friends uh, this coming Tuesday night at uh, the uh, War for America Soul uh, tour. At, uh, with uh, Dennis Prager and Larry Elder. So looking forward to that again. Go to am12athepatriot.com. Just a few general admission tickets left. But hey, better general admission than nothing, folks. And the price is right. Anyway, talking before the break about, uh, about why the Democrats are staging this impeachment battle now of all times. A year before the election at a time when uh, basically if they are so confident about their chances of uh, overthrowing uh, Donald Trump at the polls the way our Constitution designed it to be done, uh, you'd think they would hold out until election time. Well, of course, uh, politics is all about trying to pile on, trying to build the best case you can, especially when you're dealing with a, a, a movement that has not only not learned its lessons from four years ago, but seems to be doubling, tripling, what the heck, quintupling down on all the things that lost in the 2016 election. And what you're seeing in Minneapolis and nationwide, really, from the far left, is two different dynamics working at the same time. Number one, the, the dynamic that, that Hillary Clinton brought to the fore and, and used as the basis of her campaign with such incredible lack of success four years ago uh, was the idea that if you run a campaign entirely based on identity, you can't be surprised that your opponents fight back using identity politics. Hillary Clinton managed to do what no Republican has ever managed to do before, and that is to turn uh, blue-collar white voters into an identity group and turn them out in record numbers to vote against Hillary, a person who thought them deplorable. You're also seeing another dynamic, and, and a dynamic bemoaned by the never-Trumpers, and I'll be honest, Trump skeptics like myself. Uh, it, it's bemoaned rather articulately by a number of my never-Trumper friends and media figures like the likes of Jonah Goldberg and Kevin Williamson at National Review, who are, are proud uh, never-Trumpers or at least deep Trump skeptics who have come around, I think, largely out of utilitarian reasons. The idea that, well, as, as I believe it was David French who put it, 10 years ago, uh, the last time you had a progressive president defame and condescend to the vast mass of the silent majority, as Richard Nixon used to call them, well, us, you got a movement that was polite, inclusive, that cleaned up after itself, that left all of its demonstration sites cleaner than when they showed up, as, by the way, a complete contrast to the demonstrators on the progressive side of things who always leave places looking like a like a like the aftermath of a of a frat party where someone brought a bottle of Everclear if you catch my drift we cleaned up I, when I say we I, I was involved in the tea party I was proud to speak at a number of tea party events including the tax day 2010 tea uh, party rally which I think was one of the great public events I've ever participated in and you had a group of people who were inclusive open-minded, except at all comers. I mean, I remember I keynoted, I was the, I was the sort of the stemwinder keynote speaker at the 2010 Tax Day rally. And I, and I stood up on the stage and asked, how many of you voted Republican in the last election? We had a lot of people cheering. Uh, how many of you people voted for Ron Paul in the last election? We had a bunch of people cheer. And I asked, how many of you out there would rather pound a screwdriver into your eye socket than vote for Ron Paul? We had a bunch of people cheering for that as well. 
And I said, how many of you are Democrats out there? And I said, don't worry, you're among friends. And, and they were. And we had maybe 10% of the crowd kind of raise their hands. And, oh, don't hate me. And nobody hated them. They got a round of applause. Because this is a movement that drew a little bit of everyone. And the Tea Party, like John McCain before it, like George W. Bush before him, like George W. Bush's father before him, like Bob Dole, uh, somewhere in between them both, like Ronald Reagan before all of them, like Mitt Romney after them, like not just Donald Trump, but the utterly above board and morally irreproachable Mike Pence after him and today, all, every last one of them got called, do I even need to repeat it? The usual parade of calumny that everyone who dissents from big left gets called every time. Racist, homophobe, anti-LBGDPQSPXRFYOMG, anti-women, literally Hitler. Now, this is one of Berg's laws. I can't remember which one. There's so many of them. They're all so good. Yet, one of the Berg's laws is... Berg's eighth law. That's right. The Berg's eighth law and the, um, thank you very much, uh, and the McCain correlated Berg's eighth law, which is Democrats will always show respect for the Republican, publicly at least, who has no chance of being elected. I mean, John Huntsman in the 2012 campaign was every Democrat's favorite Republican because, let's be honest, Bernie Sanders had a better shot of getting the Republican Party nomination in 2012 than John Huntsman. So every Democrat loved him. In the early mid-2000s, John McCain was seemed to be pretty much on the outs with the establishment of the GOP. And so he was the maverick. He broke from the conservative orthodoxy to vote very much down the center. And yes, I, I, I'm going to break with a lot of my conservative friends who detest John McCain with a flaming passion. You're wrong. The guy was conservative enough for the times. He broke with the party on a lot of issues for which he deserves some pushback, and he got it. Uh, which, by the way, made him every Democrat's favorite Republican, including my father, who never voted for a, has not voted for a single Republican since Ike. And uh, I don't think he voted for McCain either because, well, guess what? The minute he became a threat to Barack Obama's candidacy, he became... What? Racist, anti-woman, anti-LGBTQXPXGGPOOMG, anti—well, uh, literally Hitler, anti-anti-everyone that that won the intersectional lottery. Doesn't matter how far you go to suck up to big left to reach across the aisle. Once they see you as a threat, you are invariably literally Hitler. And the Tea Party was a threat to the Democrat majority that had just taken over in both chambers of Congress and the White House and was about to take over both chambers and uh, actually still controlled both chambers of the Minnesota House of uh, Representatives and Senate at the time. If you recall, before 2010, it was Tim Pawlenty against a full court press of DFLers. And they saw legitimately the Tea Party as a threat to all of those. And by the way, that threat was borne out. It was also a threat to the Republican establishment who joined in gleefully defaming the Tea Party up until the 2010 election and on into 2012. And what you got then was you had a movement full of people who tried being the nice guys and girls and got slapped up and, uh, and, and defamed and abused for it. And decided being the nice guy was for suckers. And you have a fair number of people uh, among the Trump uh, support community who aren't playing nice, who aren't being hoyal, who aren't doing Marquis of Queensbury. Much as it pains a lot of us who think that America should strive for better. I mean, you pay your ticket, you take your chances. You treat people like garbage. Eventually, uh, they're going to return the favor. Anyway, we're seeing this happening right now. <laughs> uh, both sides playing to the worst, uh, worst inclinations of their bases, or at least the most populist inclinations of their bases. 
is all very much by design. Uh, the, the, and in fact, the whole notion that, that, that when anti-fa comes out swinging, they want you to swing back because violence plays into their hands and driving people farther and farther from the center plays uh, into their hands just as well. At any rate, uh, let's take a break. Uh, it's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Join me at 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, where operators are standing by via both channels. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Looking out a dirty old window Down below the cars in the city go rushing by AM 1280, The Patriot. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Get random length steel for just 30 cents a pound now at Discount Steel. Discount Steel is having a truckload sale event. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Just 30 cents a pound for random length steel. Stop in today and join their community of do-it-yourselfers, artists, creators, and business owners to shop and get inspired. Visit DiscountSteel.com to view their wide selection of metals, hardware, and processing services. Hurry in to take advantage of this tremendous sale on random length steel. While supplies last, exclusions may apply. Hey, honey, now that the kids are back to college, I think it's time we replace the carpeting in the living room. Yeah, we're overdue. What if we went with hardwood instead? It just looks so nice. Lasts forever. You know, Jan from work was just telling me about Serenity Home Interiors. She said they just had their kitchen done. New hardwood replaced the cabinets and countertops. She's been absolutely giddy about it the last couple of weeks. She's been raving about how massive Serenity Showroom is, how nice the people are over there, and how they handled the entire project for them start to finish. She said they'll even come out to your house for a free consultation. Huh. I like the sound of that. You want to go check out the showroom then and get some ideas? Great, but I'm still thinking carpet over hardwood. (laughs) Well, let's go take a look at the options. Have them swing by with some samples then. Call Serenity Home Interiors today, 952-303-4033, or go to shi-nn.com. That's shi-nn.com. Eating better can be a challenge, not to mention sometimes confusing. Eat this, don't eat that, and don't even ask me what a healthy fat is. Working towards your physical wellness can be a challenge, but you don't have to do it on your own. Wellness Radio 1570 is here to help make it a little easier with all of the encouragement and guidance to help you work towards your best you. And don't forget, you can take Wellness Radio 1570 with you wherever you go by downloading our free mobile app. AM 1280, The Patriot. That voice you hear, that of Steve Van Zant, a.k.a. Little Steven and the Disciples of Soul, a.k.a. Miami Steve of the E Street Band, a.a.k.a. Silvio Dante of the Sopranos, a.a.k.a. the star of Netscape's Lilyhammer. Netflix, not Netscape. In this void, guys, the... Frontman of Little Steven and the Disciples of Soul from their first album, Men Without Women, 1982. Mitch, isn't that one of your three favorite albums of all time? Well, yes. Trench and Observer, yes it is. One of the three greatest albums in the history of American rock and roll. And so, with that in mind, I was all lined up to see the band Thursday night at the Ames Center in Burnsville. Soak in a little of the awesomeness. Maybe get in touch with some of the best music of my 
Miss Misspent Youth. Kick back and feel like a 22 again, but... He had sinusitis, so he canceled the show. No, I'm not going to jump in now. I want to hear more. <laughs> I got cheated. Steve, wherever you are, get healthy. Reschedule the show. Life's too short for me. 651-289-4488. The number to call. Join us, won't you please? Also on uh, Twitter, at hashtag NarnShow. Twitter, the great, vast intellectual cesspool where uh, society goes to die. Yet, oh, we'll be talking about that in the second hour here. Uh, this past week, I, I, I got a little lesson in the way the racket works. The racket, of course, uh, similar to to uh, Joe Souchere's, uh, of formerly of the Evil Talk Empire, and now of the podcast uh, eponymously named after the form of logic he ostensibly practices. He referred to the mystery. I'm a little more pragmatic than Joe. I, I have to be. I don't don't earn what he makes, uh, even doing a podcast. But he, he I, I refer to it as the racket, the, the sort of synergy that comes between public employees, the nonprofit industrial complex, and big media. That, let's be honest, as media goes into economic freefall, uh, everyone in the media is looking for jobs in public employment or government and the nonprofit industrial complex because they need PR agents too. Where do you think reporters go when their jobs die? Anyway, we saw an example of this this past week. Now, you may recall in this broadcast seven years ago, we talked about the rather inexplicable uh, strike by Chicago teachers. The Chicago Teachers Union, of course, uh, benefiting <laughs> from the complete free fall of public infrastructure in Chicago, uh, are out there looking for uh, looking for some adjustments in their contract. And so they went on strike this past week. Now, again, by the way, uh, now, bear in mind, the city of Chicago, which, by the way, unlike in the Twin Cities, actually runs the schools in Chicago, because if you can get something as corrupt and ineffective as Chicago politics to make a complete hash out of running one of America's great cities, why not trust education to them as well? Huh? Anyway. Oh, sh darn. I might be giving Jacob Fry ideas or, or Mel Carter ideas. Oh, did I mention Melvin Carter? Oh, yeah. More on, on Trashgate this next week. Uh, next hour, rather. Anyway. No, the Chicago government, uh, the, the city and the mayor also are the front people for the Chicago uh, public schools. Now, uh, the city of Chicago offered the teachers a 16% raise over four years, which is a pretty, maybe it's five years. Anyway, it's a pretty righteous raise. I mean, basically a one-sixth increase in pay over the course of uh, a couple of years or way ahead of the inflation rate, way ahead of inflation, even in the city of Chicago. Bear in mind, we're talking Chicago here, where uh, for whom the article, Why Can't Johnny's Teacher Read, was written. I mean, hilarious examples of Chicago teachers who are essentially functionally illiterate, uh, holding court in front of students who are well, growing up to be even more so. I mean, we're talking one of the most dysfunctional public institutions in the country with problems on top of problems on top of problems. And some of them are problems of public investment, potentially. Yes, Chicago schools are dilapidated. Yes, some of the schools in the poor neighborhoods are run down and unsafe in some cases. And, of course, the, the crime problems in Chicago help no one. In fact, all of these problems help no one except Chicago politicians, because nothing makes a politician in a hopeless situation happier than a bloody shirt to wave to focus people on on uh, things other than the actual problems that they're supposedly sent to solve. I digress. Chicago teachers are on strike, and, and with all the other dysfunctions in the Chicago school system, and Notwithstanding the fact that they're getting the kind of pay raise that I'm going to suggest most of us private sector people uh, would walk on broken glass to get. Can I get an amen out there? I heard an amen. Thank you. They don't just want money. They don't just want infrastructure. No, in fact, it's not just about them this time. New Siri Bob. 
uh, article that came out this past week about the uh, Chicago teacher strike uh, from that noted conservative outlet, National Public Radio, noting, quote, <clears throat> how can I do my NPR accent? In the last two contract fights, the union brought up these issues, but they also had to concentrate on protecting their members whose jobs were being threatened by school closings and the opening of charter schools. Ding, 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 ding. The school district also had a budget deficit that made it difficult to argue for more resources. This year, they saw an opening to try and win big on social justice issues. The school district has more money after a change in the state's funding formula. And the mayor, uh, Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago, said she believes schools need additional resources for teaching, for making the infrastructure safer, for perhaps dealing with crime that claims so many Chicago public schools kids. What do you think? We're in unicorn land. The union also feels compelled to push these demands after years of budget cuts that led to staff losses in schools. Many teachers say conditions in schools are unacceptable. Uh, Lightfoot and her team has maintained they are committed to adding 250 more nurses and more special education case managers to schools. But they say putting these promises to the contract would limit their flexibility. Uh, Put between the lines. What they're asking for so much isn't so much to do with teaching kids, to rectifying Chicago's deep social dysfunctions, to addressing all the things that suck Chicago's children into a life of misery and crime. What they're looking for is a wealth transfer, basically finding a way to transfer more of that state funding formula they got jammed through the Illinois State Legislature that has freed up more money for a school district that also spends money already at an absolutely sinful rate, basically to transfer that money from Illinois taxpayers to Chicago public employees. And by the way, just in case you don't think there's some elite special messaging going on, listening to NPR discuss the story the, the, the other morning, Morning Edition host Bill Inskeep talking with a Chicago public uh, national public radio reporter emphasized, I'm clo- paraphrasing very closely, and I quote, sort of, just to make sure we're clear on this, the union is doing this for the kids' well-being. Just in case uh, the content of the story itself didn't reinforce the narrative enough, NPR has got got the school district's back. This is a funds transfer, ladies and gentlemen. Much more when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. If you have cracked teeth, missing teeth, or old, wobbly dentures, you've probably thought about getting dental implants. But when you checked around, you discovered that many places charge a lot of money, $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 a tooth. Well, it's time for you to check out ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 a tooth, including the implant abutment and crown, plus your consultation with the dentist is free. Standard x-rays are free and we offer very convenient financing. Why do we call it Implant Miracle? Because with implants as low as $24.99 and other places charging so much more, some people say that being able to get affordable dental implants is a miracle. For more information on how you can save money on dental implants and get a beautiful new smile that you can actually afford, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. Hi, my name's Christina Stumble, and I own Farm Girl Flowers in San Francisco. With my Spark Cash Card from Capital One, I earn unlimited 2% cash back on all my business purchases. Last year, I redeemed $115,000 in cash back. Yeah, $115,000. And that doubled our digital marketing budget for the summer. Thanks to my Spark Card, we had our best summer yet. Imagine what the Spark Card from Capital One could do for your business. What's in your wallet? Real Capital One customers pay for real stories. Credit approval required. With the extreme weather changes in Minnesota, it can be very unpleasant when the windows in your house begin to fail. But what's even more unpleasant is the three long-winded, high-pressure sales calls you need to sit through to get multiple bids. They tell you their window is the best and all the rest are no good, and hey, I'll throw in a free window if we can write this up tonight. I'm Ryan from My Three Quotes. What if I told you you could get competitive bids from three high-rated local contractors on any window brand after only one short meeting with me? The process is simple. I'll stop by to measure the windows and we'll talk options. 
Whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, we'll come up with a job scope that fits your house and your style, and you'll receive the quotes within a week. If you've already had some window bids and were floored by the price, call me. As you'll see from my reviews, my quotes can come in thousands less than others for the exact same window. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, the service is free. So hop online and visit My Three Quotes to set up an appointment. That's the number three, My Three Quotes. This is what matters. This is beyond X's and O's. This is the difference mutual respect makes. This is what character looks like. This is what defines us in Minnesota. This is sportsmanship. School sports. It's not the outcome that matters most, but the way the games are played. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. AM 12.